0: All right. All right, everybody. Welcome to the e-commerce paradise podcast. Today, I have Riley Bennett on. He is an entrepreneur in e-commerce and a fellow digital nomad traveling the world and uh, building and growing yeah. online businesses as he goes. Welcome to the podcast, Riley.
1: Yeah, good to be on, man.
0: <laughs> cool, man. Well, for the viewers, listeners uh, right now that don't know who you are or haven't been introduced to you yet, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your e-commerce journey?
1: Uh, yeah, I came to the Dropship Lifestyle 2014 retreat slash conference in Chiang Mai, Thailand, 2014, and that kicked off my whole digital nomad career. Uh, and after actually at the at that conference, I ended up meeting a guy who was crushing it with Amazon at the time. And so Parker and I, uh, my partner in crime, best friend uh, since the playground. We came out here together and we decided, all right, let's pivot and go into try Amazon FBA. Because our, our drop shipping stores, we had we were newbies to online marketing and our drop shipping stores weren't making money yet. And so we quickly pivoted and tried a couple products and one ended up sticking. And it's it's still actually doing well today. And now we have a handful of products and we you know, we try to test new products as as often as we can as cash flow allows and yeah we've kind of just stayed out here based in Southeast Asia we did a, we've done like a year and a half total in Chiang Mai over the past three years and six months in Bangkok so that's where we are now we've done six months in Saigon and yeah kind of just been living the you know the Southeast Asia lean startup plan you know as so many of us are doing and um, <clears throat> also I've, I'm am a, I'm a creative person so after kind of a year of being able to stay out in Southeast Asia, I was like, okay, we need to document this. So I need to, so I invested $600 in a little uh, point and shoot G7X. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to start taking my like phone Snapchat stories to the next level and start doing proper edits. So I started to do a proper YouTube vlog, edit video, uh, at least once a week since September, 2015. And that growing grew into my youtube channel which is kind of a thing i do for fun it doesn't make nearly as much money as my amazon business but i'm trying to make it make more money but yeah that's my youtube thing which people may know me from so yeah
0: yeah i think i first discovered you through your youtube channel uh and you know that was what drew me to it a lot was just living that dream living that life where you know you're traveling around all the time and eating cool street food and you know Partying and meeting girls and stuff like that. You know, I think that's what everybody kind of wants to do is just get out there and live that dream life, right? Instead of having to be stuck in the office, keep cool, working that nine to five grind, you know, or whatever. Um, maybe talk a little bit about what you were doing before that. Yeah. I know, um, you were doing door to door sales, right? Things like
1: that. Yep. Yeah. So, yep, that was me. I was doing door to door. So, it was actually my summer college hustle. So, I did it all for summers during college and ended up sticking with it for two years year-round after college because um, I I was making decent money, and I kind of just wanted to save up money doing that. It was kind of an independent thing. I didn't want to jump into, like, a real serious career or anything like that. And so I ended, ended up doing it uh, two years year-round after college and, you know, ended up just being – very typical story for a corporate salesperson, just so burnt out trying to make quota every every other week. And um, it actually kicked off the whole Thailand journey because Parker ended up doing a semester abroad in Thailand. And so when he was over there <clears throat> or over here in Bangkok, he, uh, he invited me and a couple of other buddies to come out to visit him. And so we did that. And so I did a two week vacation to Thailand and we came back and we were like, dude, that was way too short. And we're both like, yeah, dude, let's just go back and maybe work abroad for a year and have that live abroad experience, you know, very different than studying abroad or, or just visiting. And so we set our minds on, all right, let's just go live abroad, whether it's Thailand or another country, let's just like work abroad for a year before we like get into our real jobs, you know what I'm saying? And so we started watching a lot of YouTube and videos about Thailand, you know, naturally, because we were just there. And I actually made a little – my first, like, vlog edit filmed on my phone of our 2013 trip. It's actually still on my channel very early on. And, um, yeah, stumbled on Johnny FD's YouTube channel, and he – Announced that him and Anton were doing the conference in Chiang Mai about dropshipping, about online marketing in general. And so me and Parker were like, yup, screw teaching English. Let's go learn this e-commerce thing so we can chill in Thailand like Johnny's doing. And so, yeah, basically we saw Johnny and we were like, if he can do it, why not us? So three years later, we're still here. And I'm, I got Johnny's little microphone now. I just upgraded
0: <laughs> yeah best decision best mindset to have too you know if someone else is already yeah. out there doing it you know why can't you too so that's awesome
1: yeah it's it's a mindset like we're lucky to have that mindset because i realize some people will see that and have the opposite mindset well he is just lucky he you know we can't do that he's got blah blah x circumstances but yeah it's we're just lucky to have that mindset like if, he, if he's doing it like why not us so right. yeah yes
0: yeah that's a that's great. So um, talk about maybe what got you into Amazon FBA. I know you were doing uh, trying drop shipping before that and stuff like that. Um, what what kind of what situations um, made you switch and decide on doing uh, fulfillment by Amazon?
1: Um, our drop shipping stores, let's see, this was coming up into December 2014 And our dropshipping stores were not making sales, but maybe they were live for maybe three to six months. And we were total newbies, and we were only relying basically on Google PLAs. And in order to make enough money for a sale, we'd have to pay all the profit in Google PLAs. So it wasn't making money, but we weren't doing any of the obvious things that I see now. Like We weren't even doing Facebook retargeting. We weren't even doing Facebook ads. We weren't. We weren't even doing any of the tricky traffic, that I call it. We weren't even doing any of the social media, Pinterest, all the you know tricky marketing stuff. We're just doing PLAs. So it was breaking money or even losing a little bit of money every month. Um, and so after a few months of you know losing money, and we were in Chiang Mai, and honestly, not that many people that were newbies were making money in dropshipping with their dropshipping stores. So we looked over at Kai and he was like, yeah, I just made $5,000 on Amazon. And I just started three months ago. Uh, We were like, all right, let's let's try that out. And so, yeah, we took the last bit of our savings and we invested like a thousand bucks each. So $2,000 total and a test order of 200 units. And that ended up catching on.
0: Nice. Can you can you go over the process that it was like from the very beginning? I mean, that, I know you have to um, you have to find the products first, and then you have to bring them in and test them out, and then make sure you want to sell them, and then import them. Maybe you can explain that a little bit more in depth.
1: Yeah, for sure. So the whole Amazon method, I guess that I call it, which is now the name of my course, <laughs> which I I always just called it the Amazon method. Like even before. I had a course. I was just say, yeah, this is the Amazon method. You do product research and then you do test orders and then you throw it up on Amazon. Um, but yeah, it's basically you do market research to find out where there's some opportunity to get sales on Amazon in some little, small, little niche. So it starts off with, we probably comb through Amazon for a good three, four weeks. And you're just making a whole spreadsheet and you're crunching the numbers and seeing, okay, there's an opportunity here. This is too flooded. Um, you know, there's a lot of sales here, but not that much uh, supply. So it's a, it's a big supply and demand, combing through the desert thing. And yeah, it takes at least a month and it's not fun and it's tedious. And just like any niche research, like in drop dropshipping, you just have to freaking comb through the internet and find a combination of a niche that you are kind of excited by, maybe a product that you like, and then something that um, has you know, space there in the supply and demand numbers, and then also a product that you can make better. And so looking back, the products that have been successful compared to the ones that we tried that were not successful were the ones that we made better, the ones that we made unique. And so, all of the products that we launch now, we try to make sure that they're physically different. They have physically different, unique features that allow them to stand out on Amazon. Because, like any marketplace online, like any store, any mall, any marketplace in the world, it's competitive. And so, we've learned that you have to stand out if you want to do well. And, um, <clears throat> But yeah, it's yeah, of course you start out with a test order, so maybe one or two thousand dollars worth of test order inventory, and yeah, so you're you're ordering that wholesale from Alibaba.com, and you can private label it, you can put your own logo on it, put your own custom packaging on it, and that's kind of the private label or white label method. So you're you're buying it, rebranding it, adding anything additional to the package. Um, adding any customizations to the product that they can do and they will ship it to Amazon's FBA warehouses and it arrives in America in some boxes and Amazon scans it. Boop. And it's on, it's for sale on amazon.com.
0: So you don't have to actually manage any of that inventory between China and Amazon FBA. You can just send it directly to them.
1: Yeah. It goes straight to FBA. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You go in your Amazon seller central and you say, you know send inventory replenish inventory and they'll give you a a pdf depending on how many if you have 10 boxes they'll give you 10 pdfs that's got shipping labels shipping barcodes and you email that to your supplier and they tape it on all 10 boxes and they give it to ups or whatever it may be dhl and they get it to amazon
0: yep so at that point i guess you just have to make the sales page on amazon right and take pictures of it, um, of the samples that you get, I'm assuming. And then, um, and then obviously promote it somehow on Amazon. Can you talk a little bit about that process and what your tips are for that?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Good photos are important. Depends on your budget, but if, if you only have your own phone, you can do it with your own phone. You can get one of those like little white boxes, you know, um, like portable little studio things and you can do it with your phone and that's fine. Um, personally we've used uh, viral launch they're a company that like offers kind of everything like all the software tools and the product photography we use them for the product photography uh, for our main product now but this was kind of down the road Um, but yeah hire a get a photographer you can send your product to photographers on fiverr or whatever to do professional shoots you should probably get photos of it in use. So like lifestyle photos, people actually using it in real life. Those are good. But yeah, of course all the basics like any e-commerce store have good photos, have copy that's going to stand out and relate to them and get them to buy. Um, and yeah, good images, good photos. Of course you want to you know test different titles and just all the same kind of e-commerce stuff. But the sales page stuff is not too complicated. There's little things that you can optimize. But yeah, that's really all you have to do on the Amazon page uh, front. And then as far as advertising it, when you when your product gets into Amazon, you're going to want to get reviews fast. And you're also going to want to, after you get probably 15 reviews, utilize PPC, which is um, pay-per-click paid placement, where you'll be at the top of some keyword result just like similar to Google and it will say sponsored, sponsored. Um, You'll see that on Amazon. And um, so yeah, with reviews there, the policy is always changing, but there's many different ways to get reviews. There's companies that have big, big email lists and they'll promote your product basically for a discount. So basically at first you're, you're promoting your product at a very low price and saying, you know, launch special, blah, blah, blah and there's companies such as viral launch also does this we we actually use them first and they'll promote your product to their big email list of customers that are you know interested in getting deals and they will follow up with them and hopefully they'll leave a review so there's those these these types of services um there are also like facebook amazon review groups which it's It's up to you because some of these, so what Amazon is trying to do is Amazon is of course trying to get rid of these incentivized reviews, get rid of these people that they, everything they get off Amazon is for a dollar and all the reviews are five stars. So a lot of these customer reviewer accounts are getting wiped and a lot of Amazon sellers have, have seen that it's called the great Amazon purge. Um, So Amazon is, is going after those, those type of customers that are reviewing everything automatically five star and everything they order orders at a discount, these reviewer, full-time reviewer type people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's always, you know, new ways of, of doing things, always uh, updated ways. Um, but yeah, at, at first you're basically, you have a big promotion, just like any product, any car that comes out, there's some, you know, promotion or giveaway, any type of company that does giveaways when it first uh, launches um, so yeah that's that and then after you get probably 15 reviews you turn on PPC and try to get more sales velocity from that um, because Amazon's algorithm is based in combination of sales velocity and then you know conversion rate return rate and so but sales velocity is a big one so you're going to try to get your sales velocity up in the beginning, try to get on page one of some of your best keywords. And then if it's an actually good product that then people will discover it organically and they'll buy it and they won't return it and it will get good reviews and then it will stay on page one (laughs) like some of our products have and they will still be on page one, hopefully two years later. So at the end of the day, you have to come out with a good product or it will get bad reviews and it will be crushed. So come out with a good product, that you like, then other people will probably like it and they will probably leave a favorable review and then you're in the money. But the days, like maybe when we started back in 2014, it was maybe a little bit less crowded on Amazon. So you could kind of throw up like a copycat thing and still get like a little bit of the waterfall. It was just raining on Amazon because there was not that much, not maybe as, as many, uh sellers oh. for these like small little niche items and uh but n- now it's probably definitely more competitive and you just have to stand out now because like china is coming into the game um like direct wholesalers are selling from china are selling on amazon so there's lots and lots of copycat stuff out there so you got to stand out in 2018 and beyond that's what i think wow yeah,
0: that's incredible, that's great. Thank you for that whole process breakdown. So, um, yeah. I have one question specifically. Um, when it comes to uh, niche selection, uh, what makes like a, a product, um, like a really good product for, for choosing a niche besides making it more unique? Is there something that you look at as far as like trends or is there anything you look at as far as like evergreen products, things that are being used more like technology? Is there a certain direction you usually like to go or how do you, how do you usually do
1: this? Hmm, I would say my number one thing that that people ask me, people in my course and people in my mastermind group, you know, when I'm giving them product advice, because I know this is, as you understand, like niche selection, you know, you have your own course, is a huge, huge part of starting an e-commerce. You know, you have to be smart when it goes into the niche selection. Like, I know like when you start, like you want to get going really fast, but at the same time, you have to humble yourself, take your time and be smart before you choose a niche and um, that's why I try to offer I'm trying to offer one of the more of these one-on-one niche advising calls like you are for drop shipping I'm trying to offer more of these to people because I realize there's so much value in that in hearing someone's one-on-one situation you know you can't you can't record a course and be like, here's the golden formula for picking that perfect niche. But yeah, there's no, there's no golden formula. I mean, my, my main thing is trying to help people come up with ideas to differentiate their products to be successful. It's usually because that startup is smart and it has a good idea for a product. So I think the days are kind of waning where you can just go on Amazon, pick something, same same and be successful i think you have to pick something and also have a combination of a good idea that's going to make it stand out um so yeah that's my main thing but as far as like evergreen compared to seasonal i know some people that are successful in seasonal and maybe you can have multiple seasonals maybe you can have a summer product and a winter product that way you're making money year round um personally we are going with the Sticking with one category and kind of building a brand around that. So we're not kind of not going out into other um, types of niches because you know we can only launch as many new products as our cash flow allows. As anyone in a physical uh, physical product inventory business knows, the cash flow can be tight. There's many. Yeah, every niche is its own story, and so that's why again I try to help people one on one try to come up with ideas to stand out in that niche.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I think it's important. I know niche selection is the biggest thing that uh, is an ops tool when people are just starting out. So I love that you're offering those uh, niche selection, you know, coaching sessions. I think that's awesome. I think, you know, definitely in the beginning when when I was just starting out, it was the biggest struggle for sure. Check out the Amazon Method. I believe it's theamazonmethod.com, right,
1: Riley? Uh, Yeah, theamazonmethod.com. Yeah, or you can check out uh, my blog, com to kind of know more about me. It's got a link right on there. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm trying to follow Trevor on his, uh, his online course hustle. You but, got a, uh, a free mini course. Yeah, right? I su-
0: yeah, I saw that.
1: Yep. A recent free mini course. So okay. I did that to People ask me all the time, like through my YouTube channel and in the comments, like obviously, you know, my channel is called living that life. It's all about fun and vlogs and food and partying and travel. But people are like, okay bro like we get it how are you living that life how is this possible dude and so after about a year and a half of youtubing i started getting the same questions every day i was like okay i think it's about time i record myself answering these questions right and so i I was just stupid to not make an online course and so I kind of just stumbled into making this online course because that's what my audience was asking me naturally of course they're like okay dude show us how to live that life don't just be bragging out there on camera Like, show us how we can do this. And so this is kind of transitioning into my new calling is helping more people figure out a way to work online or work remotely, whether it's Amazon, whether it's drop shipping, whether it's freelancing, whether it's uh, digital publishing. I don't care what it is. I want to just help people figure it out to be able to live this life because, you know, we've been blessed to – you know, in, in every business, it takes a little bit of luck with timing and, but of course it's smart work compared with hard work compared with your ambition, but in in any, in any business it takes a little bit of luck. So, you know, we've been lucky to be able to live this digital nomad life. And I know everyone doesn't have the perfect circumstances to, to, to make it happen. You know, it takes money to make money. You got to definitely, it takes money for, for starting up Amazon and drop shipping too. There's startup costs. Um, but every type of, business might have its its own uh it might have its fit for for different people so yeah that's kind of what i'm make trying to make my blog into is help people figure out what online business might be right for them and then go from there because it's a huge thing like it's like all right riley i know i want to have this remote career this laptop style traveling all the time career but i don't know where to start and so I can't just say, all right, try Amazon or try this, try this, try this. Um, I want to be able to work with people like you and share more stories of different business models so people can kind of pick and choose. All right, maybe this sounds like it's good for me and go. So yeah, that's kind of my new calling and my new, what I'm trying to do with my blog living is have resources for people to be able to, to get started towards living that life.
0: <laughs> yeah. It almost feels like paying it forward. Right. In a sense. <laughs>
1: No, yeah, exactly. YouTube. I'm a product of the YouTube generation. <laughs> YouTube changed my life, so I'm trying to give it back, there
0: you go. Um, give it back
1: through YouTube. Yeah. Give yes, back sir. to the
0: kids, right? <laughs> yeah. We do it for the kids. You know, we're in our late 20s, 30s now. It's crazy, man. Like 10 years ago, things were different, you know. And there's so much more opportunity now. And um, you know, one of my students that I just got is actually a young uh, Thai girl, which is really cool. She's 18 years old in Thailand. Starting a business in the U.S. dropshipping, I'm just like totally blown away at the at her hustle. It's crazy. (laughs) Dude, awesome, man! Someone 18 years old starting a business in the U.S. You know, like good good for you. You go get them. I'll I'll give you unlimited support. You're awesome. She's going to be a really fun case study when uh, when it all finishes out. So excited about. Dude,
1: heck yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that case study. And yeah, for what it's worth, like I have met for some reason all girls, but I've met three different girls. through Chiang Mai and Bangkok who are doing some sort of online selling, whether it's in Thailand through line or, or, uh, one is, or two are actually doing importing products made in Thailand and, uh, exporting that into amazon.com. So yeah, it can be done. You know, you can start small and scale up, but yeah, there's, there's local Thai people doing it. I know many uh, Vietnamese hustlers that are, that are doing online selling and yeah, man, opportunities there. If you so, want it, but you got to want it really bad.
0: Yeah, that's true. Kind of right? leads me into my next question. Um, when it comes to choosing what online business model you want to pursue online, everybody kind of wonders like what the pros and cons are. Can you, can you talk more about uh, like the pros and cons of Amazon FBA? Uh,
1: yeah, I guess the cons is that you have to buy the inventory upfront. So maybe bigger upstart, bigger, um, startup as far as cash. Um, but you can get started with a test order for like $500 and test that out with maybe you know however many units that is 100 200 300 whatever depends on the unit price um but then obviously yeah the pros is amazon handles all of the shipping to your customer all the not all the customer service they handle the returns which is nice so like customer clicks return we don't even know like we we just check our data okay they returned it we don't handle the returns um the customers do send us messages so um, we have a, a, a VA who does our customer messages, maybe a few emails per day, um, but the Amazon does handle all the customer service when it comes to the shipping of it um, and the logistics and that, that t- sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's got its pros and cons for sure. Do you guys take um, uh,
0: phone calls for the Amazon sales or is that all?
1: No, no, we have not done any phone calls.
0: I mean, because with with high ticket dropshipping, phone phone sales is kind of a big part of it. Not a big part, but like it depends on the niche for sure. But it yeah. can be a big part. So I I can see that as a big benefit with Amazon FBA is that you're not having to take phone calls at two three in the morning if you live in Bangkok or Bali or something like that <laughs> or traveling.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, we don't have a we don't have a phone contact number. Just email uh, cool. customers can can message us within the Amazon system. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's. It's really it's really up to you. You can get you can get started. I would say maybe have at least five hundred to a thousand dollars to invest in a test order. Um, and then after that, depending on the lead time of your product, let's say it takes thirty days to get produced in China, you know, when you order more. It's gonna be a tight cash flow issue if you're only starting with a thousand bucks. So you what you may have to do is go look for investors, look for a silent partner. Look for other entrepreneurs that you know. And if your test order is really successful, show them the numbers and be like, all right, we have this product. It's proven to work. It's getting good reviews. But we don't have the cash flow to buy 1,000 units right now. We don't have that 10 grand to buy 1,000 units. So you may have to, yeah, utilize your Facebook contacts and see who knows investors out there and get a silent partner. So you may have to do that. And that's actually what we did at the front at the beginning with our we proved our 200 units worked and we actually uh that was a a prototype and we wanted to take this prototype success and improve on it make it even more high quality make it even more durable but of course that's going to be expensive so we utilized our facebook contacts so to speak and and we made this whole business plan with projections and everything and they have to go out and get investors once they've proven that they have the product that the market likes
0: incredible yeah what it takes you know sometimes it's just some grit and getting out there and networking and figuring it out right just getting through the hard times and getting to the good stuff (laughs) i kind of had to do a similar thing in my journey is actually get a partner when i first started out yeah yeah So I think it's, I I actually recommend that to a lot of people who don't have like credit established or whatever, is that they're going to need a partner with high credit, Um, or in your case, with Amazon FBA, uh, private labeling a lot of cash up front to invest. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, I do have a question. By the way, someone who is like already doing e-commerce, like dropshipping, high ticket dropshipping, is there a way they can get into Amazon FBA, um, like uh, with high ticket products? Uh, Do you have any experience with that?
1: Thing. um I don't know anyone specifically that is fulfilling by Amazon these big heavy things um you'd have to check the the Amazon storage fees and see if the margins made sense okay because um, I know that yeah the bigger it is they're going to charge oversized fees and I don't know the specific how much it is you know it depends on every product mm-hmm. but um yeah I know people do buy things from A to Z on Amazon um, I actually have heard of people selling close to the $100 range and having really good success. But uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it's big. Well, oh, well yeah, obviously if, if it's 18 inches or less, you're not going to get hit with that $2 oversize fee. And I'm sure there's like another tier of oversized fees. But uh, I would say there is a good chance there could be a lot of opportunity in the 100 200 and plus range. Because it's going to be less competitive because it's harder to get into for small sellers like us. Gotcha. And so yeah, I would say it's probably definitely definitely something to look into.
0: Yep. Sounds good. Well, thanks so much for being on, Riley. I'd like I'd like you to um tell the viewers maybe where they can find you and like what uh where they can get your free niches list and your free mini course.
1: Uh yeah, living that dot com is my blog and you can find all the resources there. And uh yeah, you can uh yeah, find me there, livingthatlife.com <laughs> and YouTube, living that life. I'll make sure to you know, link to in the description.
0: description. So you guys can easily click there and, uh, and check out the course and, you know, get some private one-on-one coaching from Riley. I think it's totally a good idea. I think the best thing in the very beginning when you're just starting out a new business is to get mentorship. Honestly, like I, I had to yeah. figure out a lot of things on my own. It was a big pain in the butt, but as soon as I was able to get a mentor, I was, you know, just fast-tracked to success. So definitely pay someone a little bit of money right who has you know a decades or more of experience in that field and you're gonna do way better than if you just try to figure it out on your own so
1: yeah yeah yeah. it's a major struggle so you know trying to offer my my experience where i can
0: well man well thanks a lot i know everybody appreciates it um, i definitely appreciate you being on and offering all the wisdom uh, you've had over the years and everything like that. So just wanted to say thank you and uh, hopefully see you out in, in uh, Bangkok or maybe in Europe this summer or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe run into you in Bangkok again. I ran into you the other week um, cool. outside the Starbucks, but yeah, yeah maybe, yeah, this, uh, this August, we're going to be doing Eastern Europe. What about you?
0: So yeah, we'll be out in Europe too. We're not going to do Eastern Europe, but we are going to be uh, in Germany, Amsterdam, uh, you know, Italy. So who knows? <laughs> living that
1: life man paradise
0: that's right (laughs) i tell
1: you it may not be easy guys but it's worth it and that's what we're trying to do with this youtube thing We're just like once you get over to the other side and of course there's no end game you know as an entrepreneur it's always you're doing the next step you're doing the next thing but uh yeah guys it's it's the little things being able to wake up whenever you want is my favorite thing um It's the little things, you know, the
0: little things. Yeah. And it's a lot of little things (laughs) to make a big thing, but like you said, it's worth it. Cool, man. Well, thanks again, Riley. And uh, we'll catch you.
1: All right. Cheers. All
0: right. See you next time.